0: with Conair Girl Bomb available at Walgreens.
1: Let's go. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number 2.
2: What is up y'all? Welcome to the best bits this weekend. I'm excited to be hanging out with not only y'all, but also Abby is on this weekend. What's up, Abby? What's up? We got a lot to talk about because you are at the number one spot. I'm just going to give it away right now. I We're not going to get oh. there yet. You're okay. just at the number one spot. <gasps> that's cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So we got a lot to talk about this week. We're going to dive right in. Coming in at number seven, we talked about uh, the experience I had with the $67 bagel. A lot of drama <laughs> in my life on this day for no reason. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just what it is. And I'll let you guys... Hear the bid on the just the best bit, so you can hear why it was a $67 bagel. But I also want to talk about something else that's been happening recently. And I don't know if you've seen anything or experienced anything crazy
3: lately in public. It, have you had anything that's happened and you're like, wow, that was weird? Well, it was funny when you were saying that because the exact same thing happened to me. I don't want to give it, if you're not going to give it away, what it is.
2: No, go ahead and about, give it away. Are you I, sure? Your story, yes. They'll okay. Hear, they'll
3: hear the $67 bagel. Okay, that's true. No, well, I was going in to get, I ordered online, was going to go inside and pick it up and I parked real quick and it actually took longer than I thought in there. I was in there like 10 minutes and I come out and there is a ticket on my car. Wait, was it also a bagel? No, it was Chipotle. I was going to it was also a bagel, then dang, we live the same life on different days. No, but I was so, mine was like the same price. And I was like, are you kidding me? All I wanted was like a $7 bowl and I'm walking out. It's like, yeah, like 80 bucks. And what makes me mad is the parking guy. I think he was right there and he watched me go in. Like he watched me. Mm-hmm. And they Ugh. sit in
2: their cars yes. and they
3: wait for you to leave. I have noticed. I thought that was so mean. Mm-hmm. I was like, you could have give, given me a warning. Like, hey, I'm going to have to give you a ticket if you don't like pay or something. And this was the one where it's like the first hour is free you know wait then why did he give you a ticket cuz i didn't have the receipt in there that's what i put on there no receipt in dash and i was like you've got to be kidding so me it's so ironic that the Ugh. first hour is free i get like the way that they keep
2: it on track that an hour is free by like showing the receipt in the dash cuz mm-hmm. otherwise you could say it's only been an hour if you've been there for 5 hours yes i get it but it's just weird that the irony of them saying it's the first hour free but they still give you a ticket
3: yes <laughs> I didn't even realize that. I didn't know the rules of that parking lot. I was just like, I'm going to be in and out. No big deal. But yeah, there you go. Yeah. So you and I both learned the lesson that if you're in Nashville
2: and you're parking anywhere, it's likely not free. Right. And they're watching mm-hmm. you. They're
3: watching you walk in and they're like, ha
2: Yeah. And they sit in their cars and they watch you and they, and they do that because they don't want you to yell at them.
3: That's my, that's,
2: that's my thing. Listen, (laughs) I I take, you know, I, I, I feel totally bad for these people because this has to be a very hard job. You probably like, you're just trying to do your job. Mm -hmm. This is what you got hired to do. But like, everybody thinks you're the a-hole. Yes. And so they sit in their cars because they're scared
4: scared (laughs) of people.
3: No, I had thought about that too. I was like, I would hate to have that job because you're making people's days really bad. And honestly, I think I would do any other job besides that one. Yes. Like Like just about anything else (laughs) besides that one. Like, that's, like, the opposite of pimp and Joy. Like, it's the de- like complete opposite. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, ooh. Especially, no. like, if it's a minute over
2: or, like, they just, they were parked there for five minutes. Yeah. I'm like, y'all, come on. Also, <laughs> parking lots, like, y'all got, you don't have anything more important for people to do than just sit there and troll people who
3: park in the parking lots. <laughs> I know. That's how they make their money. I know, And it man. worked on us. As well, far as other things, dang. other crazy things, I don't really... I guess my, my month has not been crazy enough. I don't That's know. That's a good thing. I have, have another you? one
2: that happened that was interesting. So I had went to a restaurant for a birthday party. And as we were walking in, the cake and cookies got confiscated. And they, right. were, they told us that it's an FDA regulation against FDA regulations to have outside food or drinks in there. And I was like, I don't think that's an FDA regulation. I think that's just one of your, your rules, which yes. is fine if that's one of your rules. But I found it very ironic because I had just been at the same restaurant for a dog birthday party oh. that had cake and cookies. No way. No issues.
3: And it's not like you're bringing in alcohol, right? No, no. So that shouldn't, that's, that would be FDA or something.
2: Yeah. And, and like, I just didn't understand it. I've never been in a place where they didn't allow for like a birthday mm-hmm. to bring in a cake. Did you stay? Yeah, we, we ended up staying because there was like <gasps> 30 people there. I'm like, oh. it's also not like they were not getting business. They were getting a lot of people to buy a lot of drinks and a lot of food. Right. I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that either. That's and they confiscated stupid. until the birthday girl left. And she's like, hey, can I have my cake and cookies? And they gave it to her as she was leaving.
3: What in the world? Anytime I go, they're like, oh, can I bring plates? Like, do you need silverware? Mm -hmm. Like, that's so weird. Yep. I've never
2: heard of that happening. And so maybe if somebody's, like, in the FDA and knows something that I don't know, and, like, there's certain restaurants that have just always allowed it and they're not supposed to. I don't know. That is But this place also, like, they do run on tips. If you're on the inside, if you're on the outside, you order at the bar and then you go sit outside. So maybe it's because they, you know, they have no shame with – they don't have to worry about tipping and anything like that. They just – are doing their jobs. Mm-hmm. You know Maybe. what I mean. Maybe I like servers allow it because they want it to be tipped good.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's so weird. Isn't that
2: strange? Yes. Just weird things that I keep running into. And I'm like, why are these things happening?
3: <laughs> why are they? Another why is why do I go to a place now and I pay $15 for high noon? <laughs> like, uh, the, you know, like. Are they $15 yes. now? I'm not even kidding. Like the little one. Oh, my not gosh, even the big yes. One. When we were at the hockey game for you, you had yes. said that when you are buying your drink. You're like, why is this $15? Yes, because I was going to get the big one. I was like, I don't need that. I'm going to walk around with this gigantic, you know, truly or whatever. I was like, I'll just get a small one and whatever. And it was still $15. I was like, I could buy a whole. 8-pack mm-hmm. or 12-pack. It's how they, how they get know. you drunk and how they get you to spend money. Yeah,
2: it's <laughs> crazy. crazy.
3: There's another thing. But. Yeah, everything's just
2: expensive in Nashville. That's another part of but, that. Yeah. And a lot of places because of inflation, I believe. Yes,
3: inflation. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, besides weird things going on, I want to talk about also some cool things going on. We had Jordan Davis on the show this week and It was really funny. He played a Jordan game and a Davis game where he had to name the famous Jordan and the famous (laughs) Davis. If he did well, he got to talk about his new album. He didn't do very well, and that was pretty hilarious. But just speaking of artists and people coming in, I recently saw Nico Moon in concert, and it was
3: so good. I was there too, but I got there kind of late. And I didn't see you, but I saw your Instagram. I was like, she's here too. Yes, it was so good. I
2: love his vibes. He's very, like, beachy country. I would say he's, like in the realm of the next Kenny Chesney.
3: Yes. Very much those vibes. Like good good vibes. Wait, what is it? Good times? Good times. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that is like the d- definition of him. He mm-hmm. is the most happy guy. And it's like He's so always contagious. Smiling. Yes. Yes. It was a really good so concert. Nice. I'm glad
2: that somebody else felt that way too cuz I'm I've been a huge fan of his for so long that I you know when you're like a big fan of someone you're not sure if you're like um seen a bigger picture you're just kind of like zoned in on them Mm -hmm. there's a word for that but it is not coming to my mind right now but (laughs) yeah I just didn't know if I was like oh my god I love him so much that he's just so good and maybe he's not that good but I'm glad to know that he's just that good
3: yes and I liked seeing him in that setting too that was cool yes like an actual concert Mm -hmm. because I guess we've only really seen him
1: in In studio. studio Yeah. And that's
3: just kind of like acoustic or whatever. So like he, his songs like really need like a full band. Yeah, they need know? the whole vibes. Yes, set out the whole good energy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know? Okay. He was really good. Have you seen anybody else in concert that you really liked? Okay, I just saw Fitz, Fitz and the Tantrums. Oh yeah, at Brooklyn they're really Bowl. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was so random. My friend just texted me. It was Valentine's Day, and I was like, I'm not gonna sit at home. So I'm gonna go to that. I'm gonna go to that. And it was really fun. Talk about like happy and yeah, so much energy. It was so. fun. They are, I would say, in the alternative genre? Yeah, that. In say that kind of realm? Mm-hmm. Okay, and had you listened to their music before at all? I knew like three of their songs, but like all of them were so good. Like I was just in a really good mood.
2: <laughs> Is that a type of concert where they're like jumping up and down?
3: Yes. So were you jumping up and down? Yes, I was. And it's like, <laughs> that's one of the ones where you don't know how to dance to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. My friend and I were even talking about that. She's like, how do we dance to this kind of music? Everybody was like going wild. There was just like no, and like people were just crazy but it was really fun yeah it's
2: like the in-between of like grinding and 2 step in. yeah like
3: <laughs> right or is that middle area exactly <laughs> like those are ones you're like you know how to do those but this I have no idea just go why I don't even know
2: but it was okay. so fun no that's a good one and they are really good yeah. anybody else
3: that you've seen I feel like you've been busy lately seeing concerts yeah I went to Megan Moroni too she had mm. like a the showcase deal yeah um where like a lot of label people go and it was so good like, oh, I'm I am excited know. to see more songs of hers. Yeah. Like, Tennessee Orange was really one of the only ones I knew. And then mm-hmm. I'm not pretty. I knew that one. Yeah. And but she just released that one recently. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I was so imp- I'm excited for her album. Like, I didn't know much about her. And I got to talk to her. Like, she came around and, like, said hi to people. And I was like, she's so sweet. Oh, so that was awesome. She's also gorgeous, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it is ridiculous. And I think she has, like, a stylist. I'm like, how fun would that be? To oh, have yeah. a stylist, you know, mm-hmm. just be like, this is how I want my hair today. Oh, Right? That's my dream, <laughs> to have a stylist. At least
2: for, like, <laughs> big events when you're, like, yes.
3: taking pictures and doing a whole lot of things. Yeah, yeah, just, like, events like that. Like, be like, oh, I'm doing this. Hey, can you do my hair? Mm. Yep. No, and it, on mine,
2: whenever I do big events, it's me in the bathroom trying to watch a YouTube video and put my hair up. And I'm like, mm, that's
3: not going to go quite as I planned. Is that what you do? Like, you do, like, yeah. tutorials and Oh, stuff? yeah, because, yeah.
2: like, whenever I do red carpets or anything like that, I, like, I don't want to pay anybody mm-hmm. because I'm not getting paid to go do red carpets. Like, it's just part of kind of the job, essentially, and... So I'm not going to pay more than I'm getting, right? <laughs> right. Like there's yeah, no yeah. benefit of that. So I'll be on the YouTube tutorial and I'll be like, I need this for makeup and I need this for my hair. And then I, it, I'll spend like three hours beforehand trying to figure it out and I'll think I get it and then I like have to redo it and it's just, it's a disaster. Like that is a stressful day for me. Oh my gosh.
3: No, you it, always look so good. Oh, well, thank you. Like it that. always does look like a professional, does it? But
2: What yeah, is you? Like, I appreciate woo. that. But that it's, just know that it's me in my bathroom stressing out for like three hours trying oh to figure gosh. it out. <laughs> And you just mastered like the, what is it? The What's cat that eyes. Yes. I you have. You did? That, yes. That I sat on one Friday night and I was just literally practicing my cat eyes.
3: Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not, I am not kidding when I say that. Like I do this crap. That's hilarious because you would think it's not that difficult, mm-hmm. right? But you I would like think it is. And then you start to do it and you're like, <laughs> I like. You think you got a steady hand, yeah. but you don't. And they're not even. You have to start over because you're like, oh, this mm-hmm. one goes up too much. I've not mastered that, so. Well, and I have learned, I will say, like, the pro tip that I've learned in the cat because the cat eyes are
2: so popular right now, is that you can do them and then use, like, I use, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, my cellular water. I don't know what it's... The yeah,
3: the the alert mis- like the, yeah. I don't I know, know what how you're saying. Miss alert.
2: Do I, say I, I don't know. I don't know because <laughs> I've never heard anybody say it before. I don't know, uh, but I use that and I like what if if it's too thick or if it goes up too much or it goes a different direction. I use a Q tip, put some of that on there, and I like wipe it, and then I just kind of readjust it. Oh, so pro tip, like you don't okay. have to get rid of the whole thing and like start all over. You just kind of use that and like afterwards too I'll put concealer and make like a straight line so it's like totally straight instead uh-huh. of just leaving it as is I kind of like basically I color and then color on top of it okay yeah, yeah. if that's I, a, if that's a it makes any sense at all I'm yes. still learning
3: but that's helped me a lot another one that I cannot get is smoky eye like it's like the best look but I I look like a raccoon when I do it like it's so bad. like under my eyes it's so dark I just can't well, you don't, smoky the smoky eye is on the is the eyeshadows. It is, but I feel like you can do the one where it's below also. Have you seen that? Where well, I, you can do, uh,
2: if I ever, and I it know. was really bad for my eyes, which is why I've really stopped doing it, but if I ever wear eyeliner below, I always have to put it on the inside because otherwise if I don't, it it like melts down oh. my face. <laughs>
3: you
2: it does not eyeliner
3: on? I put eyeliner on the top. But not the bottom? No longer the bottom. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay, yeah. I found no. one that works like the liquid eyeliner. That doesn't that, that like stays good for me. Well, and I don't
2: know why. I think for so many years I put it on the inside of my eye that now if I put it underneath it just looks weird to me. Wow.
3: Mhm. Yeah, I never did that. Oh, it's that. really
2: bad for your eyes. You're not supposed to do it. You're not <laughs> supposed to do. it. No, cuz it's right
3: there. <laughs> yeah. You're basically drawing on your eyeliner. No, you are. You're 100% drawing on the eyeliner. Like, this is not good for eye health. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I did that for a little bit and I was like, I don't think this is good. This this hurts. I know. Well, I'm and it stabbing. like never hurt, but I was like, I know this isn't, good, but
2: for whatever reason, I liked it better than the look of the other one. Oh, I got. Yeah. I started putting some brownish eyeliner on the bottom sometimes if I really want my eyes to pop. Yeah. Or I'll put kind of like a light. I'll, I'll take eyeshadow and put white eyeshadow underneath my eyes or on the inside of my eyes, mm-hmm. and that I've done that. Yep. Yeah. That helps the eyes pop. But yeah, now I I just stopped wearing it on the bottom altogether. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't even notice. Well, also, TikTok told me that if I wear it on the bottom, it makes me look old. So
3: what? (laughs) I'm doing
2: everything wrong. Listen, (laughs) TikTok told me in a lot of ways how old I was. And I was like, dang, that's why I started like practicing my eye makeup. I was like, I got to like change this up because what I'm doing right now, I am apparently very old.
3: Yeah, it's I look Mm -hmm. at other people's and I'm just like, man, how did you do that? I, I don't even have any on right now. I just I don't. Yeah, but you look good without makeup. Like, you look very pretty. I would
2: Thank have you. never known you to have makeup on today.
3: Really? Every, yeah. Well, I mean, I still have a little bit of eyeliner, but, well, <laughs> but hey, didn't come off last night. Hey, you know, we love a little extra <laughs>
2: leftover from the night before. I will say, too, there's something I'm super insecure about, and I it's gotten better as I've gotten older, but when I was... In high school, well, like middle school, right before high school, I had really bad acne, and I had gone to like a dermatologist, and we—I had tried everything. Mm-hmm. And there was—this is where I found out I was allergic. This is like me getting super vulnerable, right? This is where I found out I was allergic to sulfa, which is like a, in a lot of medications. I do. you are, yeah. It's also Crazy. in uh, some beers and some wines. So if you ever get headaches after drinking certain things, it's in—it's like sulfites. Oh, good to know. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I never drink wine. I never feel good. <laughs> yeah, particularly like red good. wine, which is why I don't drink a lot of red wine. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And like, I think Bud Light Platinum at one point when that came out, had it in there. Oh, geez. Random things. I'm learning so much. Yes. Okay. So I had, but I, I did this product from the dermatologist and it was the only thing that started to finally help my skin. And it was like, basically the sulfa based like wipe, makeup wipe that was like, not medicated, but it was something made specifically to, like, take away makeup and all this stuff. And I loved it. And it finally helped. It finally had clear skin. But what that product did was it, like, basically took out all the pigmentation from my face. So, like, I, I've always been very white. I'm, like, I joke that I'm vampire white, but I am. Like, I'm very, very light-skinned. But my face became a total different color from the rest of my body. Like, oh, I was, shoot. like – I, if if you could – my skin is, like, light skin, and that's what n- most people have, but then my face was, like, a whiteboard. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And so I never go out of the house without at least having some type of, like, bronze or face makeup on because my face is such a different color from the rest of my body. Yeah. It's gotten – as I've gotten older, some of that pigmentation has come back because – After we realized what was happening, I stopped using that product, obviously. But it was too late; like the damage had been done. That's crazy. And only until like maybe the last five years, where it really has come back. Where it's like I can finally, and now I'll go out in public and not wear makeup. But like for so many years, I never wanted to wear makeup, but I didn't have a choice. It was literally like I was two different colors. It was wild, crazy,
3: and that can't be good for your skin. No, it's it's like bleaching your skin. Kind of, I mean, in a way. Because it was, I guess, like,
2: drying out yeah. the acne, right? That's, like, what it was doing. Well, great product. I mean, like, my I never had problems after that. That was shortly after uh, Shortly after that product is when I finally went on birth control, and that was the only thing that actually ended up helping and keeping it to go away. My hormones were so bad. Wow. Yeah. Because I had also started, I mean, listen, TMI, but I started my my aunt's flow when I was in fourth grade. <laughs> what? I was young. What? Yeah hmm So, like, everything happened for me at a very, like, quick rate. What in the world? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, my hormones were not, like, doing well. And the only thing after that product that finally helped was getting on birth control, which is why I've never been able to be off of it, because my hormones will go nuts.
3: Isn't that wild? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Being a girl is... I, man, I'm telling you,
2: being a girl sucks. Yeah. It's a lot. Uh-huh. So, that that was a crazy experience for me, but... um. Yeah, and I don't even know how we got here, but... How did we get
3: here? A <laughs> <Like>, uh, makeup? <laughs> uh, makeup. Uh, makeup. Megan. We're, we're Megan Maroney. Megan, And how pretty she is. Uh-huh. Then, Thanks, Megan. <laughs> I don't know how we got on makeup, honestly. The hair? I, oh, her stylist? Okay. Yeah, the stylist. Oh, yes. and the, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. That, that's where we got there. I was like, I was looking at my notes, and I was like, we were talking about Nico Moon <laughs> and concerts. <laughs> how did we get that off track? Oh, love it. It's fine. No, that's the best part about the best bits. Yes. Is when we go off track. So, but yes. Back all of that to say that there was a lot of things I wasn't able to do when I was younger. So now I love exploring with makeup and like just sitting there and teaching myself things. Especially with the help of TikTok. When I see all the young people, and I I know I'm not old. I'm still considered young. But I see younger people than me. And they're like, do this. This will like make your face look Mm -hmm. not so old. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll try it.
3: (laughs) And I don't know what I'm doing. But this is a lot of trial and error. It is a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't know. It's hard for me to get it (laughs) Oh my! Because there's so many steps, and they're like, do the concealer so and. Do this, and then they do like the contouring. Mm-hmm. But I can't blend it right. They put oh, no. like I mean, it is very dark, and then mm-hmm. it's like a line. But then they blend it with like the sponge, and I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah, no, I, like don't, I don't do contour. I have I've not taken that blush. I, I don't
2: think I ever will. Me just either. listen. Just doing the the more eye like involved eye makeup that I do now has taken what used to be my 15 minute makeup routine to 25 minutes, <laughs> and I don't appreciate that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love my 15-minute makeup routine. <laughs> See, Yeah, that's my max deal. Uh-huh. I'm like 10, 15 minutes. I'm maxed out. No. I, I got the basics. Let, so. let me tell you all this.
2: I don't know if you feel this way. I don't mind taking showers. I like them. They make me feel good. I hate getting ready. I literally despise it. If mm-hmm. I can do anything
3: but get ready, I would. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, Like, actually hate it. I mean, it's like a task. You're mm-hmm. signing up for a lot. Like, you know, I know when I have to take a shower, I'm going to have to blow dry my hair, straighten it, then curl it. Like, it's just a lot. It's not just like, oh, I can get out and, you know, it'll be dry and I just <laughs> walk out the door. It's like, no, it is like, do you, are you ready to take this on? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> this hour and a half of like nonstop, just like, mm-hmm. go, go, go.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sometimes when I really don't want to get ready, I'll start watching TV and I'll bring my makeup and my blow dryer in my room and I'll just like watch TV <laughs> and sit there. And I'm like, this is dumb.
3: I hate being like a feminine woman. That's not easy for me. I feel you, and (laughs) you always work really hard. (laughs) And you always like get ready. I I never see Mm -hmm. you when you're not like presentable. Like yes, because most people don't see me when I'm not presentable. Abby, I just
2: hide out my house. So I'm like, I don't want to do anything. Okay, Okay, (laughs) they they correlate.
3: (laughs) They go together. (laughs) That's why. That's why I've never seen. Okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) unless I'm like
2: working out. That's the only other time I really don't have makeup on. Like on the weekends or anything like that.
3: Yes, well, that's why I have a hat on right now. I, I made no effort today.
2: Hey, you nice. know what? There's a lot of days that you deserve to not show effort because it's a lot of work getting ready as a woman. Right. It's been a long week. <laughs> yes. And you've had a good long week, which yes. we're going to get to. I the, We'll put a bow on this. The one that I am going to, I'm sure you also got this invite, but going
3: to Morgan Wallen's listening party for his new album. So was that a listening party? Is he going to be there, though? I, I don't believe he's going to be there. Is he? Mm-hmm. Is this the one at Marathon Music Works? Yes. I okay, so it's like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. There's three of them. Yes, and I was looking on there, and it's three dates each day. So I don't actually think he's gonna be there. Interesting, but you still get to
2: hear new music, the new album
3: before it comes out. Yeah, so there's that. Yes, that's definitely an, a new twist to things. We're gonna have to look at that because I mean, you had because I was I didn't like get an invite, um, like different, and so I was like looking at the the tickets, and it's like thirty dollars to get in. And it's like a sound, a visual experience where you like listen on headphones and everything and they have interactive stuff. And then I saw people were like, oh, he's not going to be there. But I feel like he's going to make us sub. he has to make an appearance.
2: Wait, what? Okay. Well, this is the one, the email I got sent was from his label. Okay. So I, I didn't even Maybe know. Maybe that this might was be like, different because
3: I know for fans,
2: they m- they have. It's still at Marathon Music Works, which is still a thing at Marathon. I didn't realize it was like a whole like three okay, day. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> I had. Yeah. Let me see. Because it says like Morgan Wallen would like to invite you, but I don't know that that means yeah. he would be there.
3: Uh huh. It also says there's a drinks and, and bites provided. It doesn't say in small print. Morgan will not be here. <laughs> i don't know no it doesn't that's crazy this one says invite only okay well that might might, that might be different than but it is the album preview experience
2: i'm so curious what's gonna happen
3: i am too well i guess we'll we'll find out
2: what day is it on you know what but at least you get free food and drinks and listen to the new album before it comes
3: out exactly this one's on wednesday is one of them on wednesday yeah i think so it was monday tuesday wednesday and it was like three separate times each day. Like one was 5 to 6.30 and then one was 7 to 8.30 and then one was like 9 to 10.30. Oh, this one's in the afternoon. It was a lot happening. Okay. So, so it's different. Is, it's different, but I think it's the same concept. Yeah, that's cool though. So everybody's going to get to hear his new album. I don't know. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. That's going to be awesome though. I'm sure he'll be at yours at that one. I don't know,
2: but I, I I mean, I RSVP'd to go mostly just because I love hearing music before it comes out, especially because yes. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but I do like a first listen Friday. It's on iHeartRadio's Twitter, mm-hmm. and I'm the only country one on there. Ooh. The rest of them are like pop and hip hop, and so I'm like the country one, so every time it's like what comes out on Friday, and they're like, Morgan, what's going on in the country world? It gives me like a leg up when I get to hear it before I listen, like, 6 a.m. Friday morning.
3: Right. Yeah. And you can actually be like, oh, it's good, instead of just saying it's good, and it's really not. Yeah, <laughs> you like, no, like, oh, it's really Typically, good.
2: you can only listen to the songs, like, once over before we do the live. It's, like, literally, like, a first listen. Like, you hear the song one time, and it's like, what's your initial reactions and thoughts? And it's super cool. This one, we were supposed to be having, like, a special guest on this past Friday one, so maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. I don't know at this moment that we are recording <laughs> yeah. what happened, but... Uh, yeah, we'll see. So at least it helps in in that capacity. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm now intrigued. So if I am too. If, <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man, I well, didn't even I didn't get in. They were all sold out. Like it didn't even work for me. So
2: hey, <laughs> well if me. I can bring a plus one, you can come with me. I don't think I can. My guess is I am not able to. Oh well, because it's Morgan Wallen and everybody wants to go. But if I can bring a plus one, you'll be my date. Oh, I would love to. Yeah, let me know.
3: I got <laughs> you.
0: It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other
4: Happy International Women's Day.
2: Speaking of Valentine's Day, I definitely want to get into some Valentine's Day conversations because, you know, it may be February 18th, 19th, whenever you're listening to this. But this past week, we did have Valentine's Day. And at the number five spot, Bobby with Ronnie Dunn's help surprised a listener's wife with these Brooks and Dunn tickets that he had bought her. It was a really cool moment, and it was for Valentine's Day. But, Abby, I want to talk about Valentine's Day because you and I are both – Single as a Pringle,
3: yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we are.
2: And you told me that you spent your Valentine's Day at a concert. Yeah, fits and tantrums. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything
3: else on the day? I really didn't. It was like a normal day. I it, this was a, there was a lot going on like this week with like all the national anthem stuff and everything. So my head was that was like the last thing on my list. Like, well, that's a good Monday. Thing. Monday, I sang right, and then Tuesday yeah. was Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you had so a good I was distraction. Just, yes, I was just like still like on a high from that from last night and then I went to appointments and I was like I'm not gonna sit home alone though like I was working and I was sitting on the couch and my friend texted me and I was like yeah yeah I'm gonna go I don't want to sit home alone <laughs> did That's- you avoid your phone because
2: I know when I first opened oh my, my phone up on Tuesday I was I saw like maybe 10
3: things and I was like yeah I'm out I'm out for today <laughs> yeah I saw enough like flowers and chocolates mm-hmm. and and yeah for yeah I d- and, and it's funny because I
2: don't want any of those people to stop posting that because yes. I love that they're happy. Uh-huh. But like when it is flooded <laughs> on your feed and you are single, oof. I was sitting there like, dang, this is really depressing for me.
3: I know. And mm-hmm. I'll, like, I'll be honest. I've never had like a Valentine on Valentine's Day. Full on never had a Valentine Valentine. Valentine's Day. You know yeah. what, Abby? Let me tell you something. It's not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> And maybe it's because I've dated some crappy people, but it's not all it's cracked up to me. <laughs> well, last year, I guess I was dating that one guy, but it it didn't really, it wasn't a very like special Valentine's Day. So I've never See? had that. It's ever. not all it's cracked up to me. Yeah, exactly. It's really not. That's like, why
2: you buy your own flowers and buy your
3: own chocolate. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And usually my parents are the ones that send me flowers and like chocolate covered strawberries. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Yeah. So they make me feel loved. See? You don't have to be lo- like, feel loved. And I think I even posted that. Like, just because you don't have this certain love that other people are celebrating, you have other loves that you can, like, be thankful for. So.
2: Absolutely. Like, I, my sister always sends me some kind of treat. And that's, that makes me happy. My parents send me flowers. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And then, I like, that night, I went out to dinner with some girlfriends. I just, my thing was, like, I don't want to be on my phone all day. And I don't want to sit at home and be sad. Yes. So, like, as long as I do something and I don't look at my phone, because I knew if I stayed at home, I'd be on my phone, right? Because mm-hmm. I'd be bored. Yeah. And so I was like, let's just do something. And we went to dinner and tried a new Italian spot, which was amazing. Really? Yes, you I ate the there? whole plate of pasta, which was not good for me, but <laughs> I did. It was so good. Oh, yes. my gosh. Did you make reservations mm-hmm. like at she, the time? So one of my girlfriends did. That's her thing. Yeah. She loves making, like, reservations to try new places. And so she'll she'll have it, like, two months out. Like she's better than a, a dude a million times over. Like she's like, "Guys, I got like three options, so let me just know which ones we want." <laughs> she's already planning for next year. Oh, she does. Like that's, that's it's the best thing ever. So That's awesome. She had that plan. She had a reservation for us, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And so we went, and we tried some Italian food and we had some one of the other girlfriends bought us each a crumble cookie. So we had like a good little Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day. Oh,
3: I love that. You know what I heard though? It, or I saw something that was like Valentine's Day for single people is Independence Day. Is there Independence Day? Ooh, and that that's was a like a point. It's so true. Like we're free. Uh huh. We don't have anybody telling us where we need to. <laughs> you know, I did see another thing that
2: was like, listen. I know you're seeing a lot of people get flowers and chocolates today, but also let me tell you, they ain't as happy as they look. <laughs> I'm like, mm, yeah, you know, true. I know some of these
3: ones that posted. and I know a lot of stories behind that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it is not the full truth. It's actually very interesting. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is the case for you, but like, since we're both from Kansas, all my friends from Kansas, they never post anything Mm -hmm. for some reason. It's it's weird. Like, they just never post. They just live their life, but they don't feel the need to post. And I know they're like happily married, but everybody in Nashville or other cities, big cities, I feel like they have to post everything. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I I think that's interesting. Because I'm like, there's really happy couples, but we're not even seeing what they're doing for Valentine's Day. (laughs) I know. Because they're not posting it. And I love it.
2: I love when they don't. But yeah, when I see it, I'm like... It's just my favorite ones and they pop up when I'm like, I, I know things. <laughs> and I know oh. that <laughs> isn't a happy as those roses and chocolates sitting on your counter right now.
3: Oh my God. But like yeah. I know that.
2: That's that's what comes with being in a relationship and being married and there's more to it. But like if it's more to it of the point that you've complained about it to people outside of the relationship. Right. There there's a lot to it than just like what's going on with you two kind of thing. Uh-huh. That's when mm-hmm. it gets because you're like
3: Oh, I, you were just like complaining or having issues last week Uh when we were talking, but now everything's great. Yes. And also let me
2: tell you going out, it was great to be with my girlfriends. It was great to be distracted, not be on my phone. But I'll also say it wasn't great being at a restaurant because we were surrounded by couples everywhere.
3: Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking at my concert. I was like, I I walked in. It was literally couples Mm -hmm. holding hands. I was like, should I leave? (laughs) Should I go? (laughs) It was really cute. I was like, oh, you guys are so cute. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm really happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: But I don't, I don't want to see this. those memes are like when people show like their love on, on TikTok, it's like they'll be like, oh, you guys are really cute. I'm going to go sit on train tracks now. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't actually mean it. It's full on probably not an appropriate joke, but like yeah, they do not. say that. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Or on TikTok where they're driving. <laughs> And they're that? like, ha, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. And yeah. They act like they're gonna like swerve off. They're like, just kidding. <laughs> yes, like dark humor is not normally my thing, yeah. but I just, it, it's like the
2: idea of like, okay, at least we're all in the boat together and yeah. seeing all this sucks for all of us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it also like gives me hope, though. Like, I'm like, I know it's out there. Like, mm-hmm. I know it is. It in is the
2: perfect timing. Listen, I'll see hope as, as Ray mentioned on the show. I see blood red on Valentine's <laughs> Day. After that, though, <laughs> I see hope. <laughs> just on Valentine's Day, I don't. <laughs> I'm like yeah, I'm like, it's a made up holiday anyway, really. Oh yeah, but listen like the, the best part though, I love this because <laughs> the minute one of us gets in a relationship or like we're in love and it's amazing <laughs> and we have Valentine's Day, we're gonna post about it all the time. It's gonna be the best thing ever. Oh no doubt. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm not judging these people because I I would be the Exactly same like- Yes, I just <laughs> accept where I'm at in this place in my life, and it is that I cannot handle seeing these things on social media right now. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it definitely doesn't make things easier. It's just like a jab. No. It's like, oh, ouch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someday, I know. So yeah, there.
2: I wish there was like a safe space to go on Valentine's Day where you don't sit at home and be lonely. You don't sit at home and look at all the things on social media, and you don't go to a restaurant because that's also where they all are. <laughs> so like, I need a safe zone.
3: Yeah, we're uh, for Valentine's Day for singles. I don't know where you go. I know. There's like the what is it the Cupid like I hate cupid or something. like the like the bars do <laughs> or it's yes. like the single like mm-hmm. I hate cupid I don't even yeah, know
2: yeah some bar some bars need to pick up like a singles party yeah and do like
3: a vibe for Valentine's Day where it's like not couples allowed <laughs> yeah I think they've done that before I used to go to that and I was like this no I just is don't it weird even. Yeah, I just about enjoy it. So it didn't what make it you're better. saying
2: is next year I just need to throw a singles party and just be at our, my house. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. Then yes. we all can't be on
2: phones. We're all together. No and phones allowed in public. I got yeah. okay. It just has to be on Valentine's Day. Uh
3: huh.
2: It can't be before because Valentine's Day. Listen, I love that people do the Valentine's days before and after, but I'm like, y'all don't realize the day that matters <laughs> is Valentine's Day. Yeah. I love love and I love celebrating all of us in our friendships. This is great, but like on Valentine's Day. I'm screwed. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So like on Valentine's Day, it has to be something happening.
3: Yeah. I was on Facebook and there's like this group, like a girls group in Nashville and someone like posted and she was like, look what my boyfriend for di- did for me. And she's like, hey, show me your pictures, what your man did. Oh. And I was like, well, I can't look at this. That just, that just gave me like the chills of like, not in a good way. Like, I know. I don't want to see that. And then someone was like, where are you finding these men? And I was like, I, yeah, where are you? Where are mm-hmm. they? They on Amazon? Can I order that? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I wish <laughs> okay well we're gonna we're gonna bounce from oh, you know yeah. we got it out we yes. got our feelings of Valentine's Day out mm-hmm. and I hope some people can relate because listen I love love I love that people are happy but I just needed a moment to get all that out of yes, my system I think
3: people agree yes. I think we're not alone <laughs>
2: we needed that so you know now that that's passed and that has happened what's something that you're really excited about and I'm gonna tell you why I'm asking this because I learned that Barney is making a comeback and I'm so excited! Oh my gosh! Wait, where on is it a cartoon one? So it's an animated show, yes, and it'll oh. be it'll be out in 2024. And I'm really excited because I feel like it's going to be cool. I I love when things that you loved growing up make a comeback because then it means more generations get to experience it. Mm-hmm. And like you know, you don't just have this thing that gets lost to the atmosphere and it's never talked about again. And Barney was such a big part of my childhood, so much that I like dressed
3: up as him for Halloween multiple years, right. <laughs> but, like, we loved Barney. Oh, my gosh, that's so crazy to think yeah. about. So kids today have probably haven't seen Barney. Because, Unless, like, their, like, millennial parents right. introduced it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that's so wild to me that, I mean, that's what we, like, grew in that song. Mm-hmm. Like, I love you, you love me, we're a happy family with a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. Won't you say you
2: love me too? Oh my gosh. Dang, that came out of nowhere. I did not it did. know that I
3: remembered those lyrics. I know. The last time I heard that song, I was probably, what, six? Oh my gosh, know. yes. That's crazy. See, and that, like, that came out of the vault for me. Like, you
2: started singing that. I was like, oh, yeah, I know this. Let's it was go. just like natural. <laughs> I was. It was a natural reflex to sing the Barney song. Wow. See, that's uh-huh. how much it touched our lives. Exactly. So I'm just really excited to to know that another generation will get to love Barney. Maybe not in the same way because he's animated. He's getting his own, like, animated TV series. It'll be a little bit different. He absolutely looks different because he's not a guy in a costume. <laughs> a little more, uh,
3: yeah, up yeah. To
2: Uh-huh. Date. More modern. <laughs> yes, modern. But I'm just glad that he's getting the recognition that
3: he deserves. So I that's agree. what I'm excited about. Yes, mm-hmm. everybody needs to know Barney. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they need some Barney in their lives. Yes, they need Every some kid. I love
2: you in their lives. What I are know. you
3: excited about? Anything? Well, I'm excited. Speaking of love, I'm going on a bachelorette party this weekend. Oh, yeah. So at the current moment when people listen, you'll be partying it up. I will be. I'm in Scottsdale. Let's go. (laughs) Very (laughs) excited for that. We're going to go hiking on Camelback. Oh, fun. Yes. And then we're going on like an ATV tour. We're like riding. It's going to be like really dusty. I've never been on one of those. No, I haven't either. That sounds exciting. Yeah, I'm very excited. Then we're going to go out to the bars one night and then she reserved a karaoke room one okay. night because she likes to sing too. So I was like, this is going to be so fun. So I'm what are you going to sing karaoke? Oh gosh. I don't even know. What any, what will be your, your number one choice if you could choose? I usually do Miranda, like gunpowder and Lead or kerosene. Like Ooh. those are mine. Sassy Miranda. <laughs> like go-to, yeah. But I need to branch out. I always do the same songs. So I'm like, I'm going to branch out to something. I don't know. Mm. What's a good one. Before he cheats is always a sassy one too. Oh, that is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. A Shania. Everything Shania. Yeah, anything Shania. Yeah. I always do country. I'm like, I should branch out even out of country.
2: Oh, you do girls so just want to have fun. Oh, that's, ooh. Mm-hmm. I like that that's one. That's a fun one. Yes. That I'm sure the there's more I can come up with. Let me, let me, like, keep thinking on it. Yes. Okay. I got a lot of girl power songs
3: all up <laughs> over my, <laughs> <sure> my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do a Kelly Clarkson song, but
2: I'm not going to do that. Ooh, It Doesn't but, Kill You, ooh. Make You Stronger. Oh, that, I think that's called Stronger. Stronger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Yes. Okay, Yeah, you got some ideas, some more to add on to right. your arsenal
3: of songs. Yeah. But that's exciting. I know. And then her wedding is next month, so wedding season is here. Oh, I man. love weddings, though. You do love like weddings? I love them, yeah.
2: I don't love traveling for weddings. I don't love that yeah. I live away from everyone and I have to travel for the weddings all the time i'm the same way yeah like i don't mind having to go somewhere but like the
3: fact when you live from everyone else it's like you're the one traveling right i know and you miss a lot of the stuff too because Mm -hmm. you can't get there in time and like the flight you're basically relying on the flight when you can get there exactly Mm
2: -hmm.
3: and like hoping that you make it back in time to work like there's there's so
2: many factors you don't like fully get to enjoy if you're just like already there i know
3: Mm yes yes so, yeah, but I'm very excited. And and, which I'm assuming you're traveling for this wedding. You yeah, to go it's in Kansas, mm-hmm. so that's like, in Kansas City. They're always <laughs> in Kansas City. I know. It is a direct flight, so I like that. Uh-huh. But that true. still, I'm just like, oh, I know it's annoying. Because they're already, everybody's there. And they're like riding together and stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, can someone get me from the airport? <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? You're like, uh, I need a ride, Yeah. somebody. my When I went to my friend's wedding in Kansas City last Friday, fall she picked me up the bride oh she really? yeah it was the day before thankfully but she was like oh I'll come get you she's like everybody else is doing everything I'll come get you this will be fun for me
3: yeah it's like to kind of get your mind off of things that's mm-hmm. what my friend said too because I'm gonna and she's like hey she's getting mar- she gets married on Saturday and she was like hey let me know if you guys are bored we can do something on Friday night I'm like are you not gonna be busy <laughs> Yeah, like, I think it's getting off the, the mind of all the all the nerves and like having someone there in case something goes wrong. It's like you're there. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah, for sure. But I'm very excited for that. I love Aww. love weddings and like dancing and all that. And then, is this your only wedding this year? I th- yeah. Okay. As of now, I'm like unless someone One randomly wedding gets season. <laughs> Okay, oh, like I act like I have so many. Well, oh, I'm starting out with one. Yeah, maybe someone will, you know, get a surprise engagement and get married this year. Maybe one of us. Mm. You never know. I don't anticipate that for myself. <laughs> I if if that is what you are, I wholeheartedly support it. No, I I want to. That's what I don't understand a lot about all that. Like, I need to get to. It takes a while to get to know someone. Yeah. So when you get married after a couple months, I'm like, wow, that's awesome for you. I but know. I'm scared that, listen, I know too many things about too many people now. Like, <laughs> there's no chance. You're like, I need 10 years to fully get to know this guy before we even talk about. <laughs> I need to know a lot of things about you before I make that promise.
2: At this point in my life, I've learned I've learned too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So, yeah, one wedding that I'm
2: excited for. Okay. That's exciting. <laughs> well, I hope The Bachelorette goes well, is going well. You know, like if I'm talking to future you right now, I hope it's going fabulous yes. and you're getting all kinds of activity and fun drinks in. I hope
3: I'm not drinking too much and I remember it. <laughs> I bet that's you will. That's my goal. Hey, if that's your goal, then you'll do it. Because I'm a lightweight.
0: Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out. Where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right. Sofas from only $639.
2: Madeline Edwards also stopped by the show this week, and it was really cool to hear her perform, which you can go watch on YouTube, Bobby Bones Show. It's so good. She just has a killer voice, killer performance, and I loved having her in. But what was really cool about her interview is that she talked about how she got her start in music. She was singing jazz at this millionaire's restaurant, which was really cool. Like You, you love hearing the stories of artists and how they get started. And this was a cool story. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about our job evolutions for us, what that looked like when we got started. So break it down for me from like your first job at like 16, or maybe it was later, your
3: first job (laughs) to now. Okay. So my first job was in high school. I think my junior year at McAllister's Deli. (laughs) Okay. Sandwiches, (laughs) soups. Yes. But I was doing sports and I just like could not commit trying to do like sports and, um, like homework and all that so I didn't do it very long and then in college I was a server at a whole bunch of places so I was at in Wichita Jose Peppers it was Mexican oh Jose Peppers <laughs> it's still there actually it is. it is and I haven't been there since um, <laughs> and Red Robin which um it was
2: Red Robin yeah, yeah. sorry I'm, st- I'm just like an instinct right now
3: That is a lot of food <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm still scarred <laughs> I'm just very scarred from being a server. Um, I have PTSD. Like, I just, I, it was not for me. It was not. Because mm-hmm. I'm a perfectionist, and I did so well, and I still got stiffed so many times. People walked out on me and didn't tip me. Okay. And I just had so much anxiety of wanting to do a good job. And yeah, there's that. What else? Oh, That's Bella fair. Luna. Bella Luna. Okay, That's a Mediterranean place. Oh, I love like Bella Luna. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great Wichita spot. Yes. Yeah. And then in college, I really didn't have a job. <laughs> I was studying a lot. That's <laughs> so, fair. Yeah, I was very lucky that I didn't need a job. Okay. So thank you to my my parents. Mom and dad. <laughs> yes, for, you know, allowing me to do that. But I did try to get a job as a server in college and I could not like lift the plate <laughs> it was an Italian restaurant and you oh. had to carry like everything mm-hmm. on a gigantic tray mm-hmm. like over your head and I was like I am not strong enough to carry this I was so weak <laughs> like, oh, Abby. And so they wanted me to put like everything on at once I was like I can't do this I'm sorry and I remember having to quit like on day two mm. and they were so mad and I was like okay I'm not gonna get my pay- paycheck then <laughs> never mind <laughs> So there was that. And then my last semester of college, this is funny, because I actually, I don't know if people know this, but I got my degree in exercise science. So it's like nothing to do with music or anything. But you got a degree. Yes. Okay. And so my last semester I did an internship and it was like a full time, like 45 hours a week internship at a health and wellness center here Mm. where I did like exercise testing and like cardiopulmonary rehab on people. Like it was really cool. Like I was taking their blood pressure and they were like running on the like treadmill and I would give them like exercises to do and plans. And and then I went back and graduated because I was like, I don't think I want to work in like healthcare (laughs) anymore. Fair. Because I didn't want to keep going on to school. Yeah. I didn't want to like be a go back to PT school, like physical therapy and stuff. I was like, I really want to work in music. So I came back to Nashville and then I got a job at iHeart. Um and I was doing like remotes and I was driving like the vehicle and I remember I was driving the vehicle that like Bobby's face was on <laughs> which is like Bobby and Amy full circle moment it's really yeah. funny and I was like setting up the tent and I was out at like car car um whatever what am I trying to say like car dealerships oh okay. you know and I would yeah. set up the tent and like give out prizes and all that I'm almost done <laughs> no this is great keep going so I did that for a while and then I was like okay I can't live off of part time you know, hours. Yeah. So I got a job at a video production company at, in operations, like operations manager. So I basically ran the office in Nashville and we did like tours, like for the video screens and cameras for concerts and tours, like Blake Shelton, Florida Georgia Line, Reba, like so many. And I was like in the office and I did that for five years. And I was like, I don't want to just like sit in an office and do all this office work all the time. You know, I like to be out and about and I also had other things I wanted to do, like sing, and yeah. I just Pursuit wasn't focusing. Being an artist. Yeah. I just wasn't focusing on why I like moved to Nashville. And then um, the job opened up with the show and I got that job and here I am. <laughs> so yeah, I've done That's a cool. lot it's of the different
2: things. Evolution of jobs for you. Yes. And why didn't you ever want to pursue the exercise science thing?
3: I don't it just I was like, I live in Nashville and I didn't want to not say I tried. I think I just kind of got pushed into healthcare because I was like a health freak in high school, Mm. in college. Like I worked out all the time and I ran and I ate really healthy and I loved like science classes and all that. So I liked what I did in school, but then I graduated and I was like, okay, what am I going to do with my life? I mean, I could work at, I actually applied at the Y and they paid nothing. Mm, (laughs) You know, you would have to go on to do more like a, like a personal trainer or something like that. And I was just like, I just don't think I would be happy doing that. And I was like, I want to work in music. And so I just networked and tried to see what was out there. Like, as far as... Because I grew up listening to country radio and, like, country music. And I wanted to live in Nashville. And I was like, I want to work in in it in some capacity. Mm -hmm. I don't know what. And I also want to try singing. But then I put that on hold because everybody... It's very intimidating here, obviously, because everybody sings, you know. So... But I was like, I'm going to just see where it takes me. I'm kind of like a just see where it takes me person. I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> I don't even know. I didn't really have a plan. And so I was always kind of jealous of people that did. And I think you did, you know. And like there's certain people like a fire. They know they want to be a firefighter from when they're a kid. And mm-hmm. they, that's all they go after. And I was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. <laughs>
0: No,
2: you explored a lot of different avenues. I think it gives you more clarity when you're at this point in your life to know that, okay, I'm doing what I really love to do because I explored a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's there. Yeah. in in not knowing what you were going to do.
3: Right. Because mm-hmm. some people, they do just kind of go on one track and they just stay on that track because they're comfortable mm-hmm. and they don't want to like make the change. But I don't know. I mean, I moved to Nashville not knowing anyone. So I was like, I have nothing to lose at this point, <laughs> you know, and yep. there's so many more opportunities in Nashville anyway than in Kansas. So,
2: yeah, that's fair that I felt the same way. That's why I couldn't stay as much as I wanted to to be with my family. I was like, bah,
3: I don't think this is where I can be. <laughs> yeah, which it is hard because you obviously want your family yes. in your life when you're at your job and you want to share your life with them. But Hmm. Anyway, yeah, I just took a crazy path. No, I love no it. <laughs> see, I love that
2: you shared that. My, You are right in that mine did look a little bit more uh, narrow. I did have some ideas of what I wanted to do, but let's see. So when I was 16, I wanted to get a job right away. And so I went and worked at Buffalo Wild Wings as a host. Mm-hmm. And then I moved from a host to the takeout cashier, then from the takeout cashier to the expo. And then I became a server, which was my goal all along. But I obviously couldn't do it at 16. You couldn't do it until you were 18 at the time. Oh. So because you had to be able to handle alcohol. Oh, right. I do remember that. Uh huh. And I don't know if that's still the case, but that was for them. And so I ended up working at Buffalo Wild Wings for four and a half years. I worked there all throughout high school. And then I'd work summers when I came back from college. And I loved it. I loved like my coworkers. And it was just a really cool environment because Buffalo is like watching sports all the time. It's a great time. (laughs) And so I did that, and then one summer I went and worked at a brewing company in Wichita, Wichita Brewing Company, because my oh, yeah. old manager from Buffalo ended up working there. Oh, cool. And I had come back for a summer. I was like, I need a job. I'm back from college. What am I going to do? And so I did more serving. And I, I, like, it's funny. I'm the opposite of you, but I am a perfectionist. You and I are the same in that way, but I loved serving. I just, oh, I loved talking to people. And, like, there was days I hated it because people would be really rude. Yeah. And I, you learn a lot about people in those types of jobs but I I loved it like I loved being social I was like a little social butterfly and I made so much money like just
3: so much stupid money Uh from serving no yeah it was good money Mm -hmm. and you get to take it home that day and like count it and be like oh my gosh look at all this cash I made today it was awesome and I say that as in
2: somebody who was in high school and college like would that be good money to me now no like that's much different but like as a high schooler in college I was like what Mm -hmm. what do I do with all of this like this is amazing Compared to a lot of other jobs that people were doing, so um, I did love that. And I, I, but I stopped doing that when I got to the point in college when I was doing internships, so I can no longer work. I was doing free internships, and mm-hmm. that was not fun. But I did. I explored. So, broadcast journalism was my major. My minor was in leadership studies. I also almost had a minor in French because at the oh. time I wanted to be a news reporter and I wanted to be bilingual. Oh, that's cool! Wait, you can speak French. I did at the time. Yeah, I was fluent. Like I had I, so I ended up graduating college in three years because I had so many credits from what had happened to me in high school that I went, basically went to college early essentially. So I had a lot of credits and it was like, if I just took a few extra and made one of my semesters pretty heavy, I'd finish in three years. And I was like, well, it doesn't make sense to pay for a fourth year, even though I could, there's no reason to. Mm Mm-hmm. And so had I stayed that extra fourth year, I would have taken my last French credit and it would have been – I would have had a double minor. Oh. Mm-hmm. But French was by far the hardest classes I had in college. Oh, was it? Oh, my God. So hard. I had to work my butt off to understand that language. And I did. Like, I was really good at it. But I just – and then, like, probably a year later I lost it because no. I, I never talked it. it. Like, y- y- yeah. Y- and it's not here. At least you have – The other language of Spanish, which a lot of people tend to speak in more like kind of potluck, not not potluck is not the word I'm thinking for, um, melting pot cities (laughs) Yeah, like Nashville, you have at least kind of those dual languages, but French isn't one unless I were to go to Canada or France, Europe, you know, somewhere Mm -hmm. over there. Um, But I did. I loved the language. It's so cool. And in college, though, is when I started working for the Hampshire Magazine that I still work for to this day. No
3: way. (laughs) Oh, Uh that started in college? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so
2: that started because my sister, she was uh, t- basically two years older than me, and she was looking for a job, and she saw this guy on Craigslist, and he was kind of like a jack of all trades, did a lot of things, and he needed some help, and so she started working for him, which was crazy at the time, we're like, you just found a job on Craigslist, excuse us, like, what's going on? <laughs> but she was in college, needed a job, and the guy was super nice, and so... She started working with him and he has been like the secretary of the American Hampshire Sheep Association for (laughs) years. Yeah, And so he needed more employees and she's like, well, I got my sister and I don't know how many times I'd roll and hung over to this freaking sheep office and do work (laughs) because I was in college and, you know, but I needed to work when I wanted to have fun. And so I started that there and then, yeah, I still to this day do that side hustle of creating the sheep magazine three times a year. That is awesome. Working on one right now. This is what, at one point that I'm at one. Um, so that be, was one of my jobs.
3: You're going to be like 80 years old, still working on this sheet magazine. Yeah,
2: yeah. at some you level. You can't I, quit. I, it's, it, it's, it helps them, and it's easy money for me. It's a side yeah. hustle kind of thing. I'm like, why not? Um, so I do still do that. And But when I was in college, I also did um, – I got paid for – I worked on like the sports teams, doing video work. And talk about, you know, speaking of production, like, I was on the video side of it, and I'd do sideliner reporting and all kinds of stuff like that, and I'd get paid doing that. It was a whole organization within K-State, which was awesome. And so I did a lot of journalism stuff. And then after I graduated, I didn't have a job for uh, the summer. It was, like, uh, June or July that I finally got my job with iHeart in Wichita, Mm -hmm.
3: because
2: I had interned with them when they were Clear Channel back in the day. Oh, yeah. And I got a job through iHeart in Wichita. I was there for 10 months. And then I was at iHeart in Nashville for 10 months before the job opened up on the show. And I have been here ever since. This will, I believe, this this summer is my seventh year. Oh, wow. With the show. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, because the show's been here like 10,
3: mm-hmm. right? And Yeah. yeah.
2: And I, like, yeah, I I wasn't in Nashville very long before I joined the show. So it's crazy to think, and I look back at that now, I'm like, seven years? I've been here seven years? Isn't that
3: so weird Mm -hmm. to think about? It's Mm -hmm. so
2: wild. Well, and it's funny because we used to do a segment on the show called what – I believe the first one was what 24-year-olds care care about. Okay. And I think I had just turned 24 (laughs) around the time when I had joined the show. Yeah. And so – and I look back now and I'm about to turn 30 this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so crazy. That is wild. Yeah, just like a
3: crazy evolution of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that but is that- a long time. Uh-huh. Like I've been here almost like 10 years. Yeah, and doesn't it doesn't feel weird. It doesn't feel like it's actually been that long. No, I mean, that's a third of my life. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of scary. <laughs> it's ex- incredibly scary. That's weird. Mm-hmm. It's like, see, that's the thing is I always try not to compare to people, but I'm like, oh my gosh. Like a lot of people that I know that have been here 10 years, I mean, they're like married with like five kids. And I'm just like, I've been here 10 years and I'm still in the same place. Hey, you know what though? We got a lot to show for that. That's true. Yes. You can't go there. We got a lot to show for that. That's what my mind does. I know. I stop doing that. I get it, though. <laughs> we're, we're in our quarter-life
2: crisis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we are. That's happening right now. Yeah. But I'm glad we shared that. I know. I, we got a little bit more to talk about before you head off and jet to your bachelorette party. Woo-woo! We had number three spot Amy shared that she cried in the grocery store aisle and why that happened and how you should, like, recognize your feelings and kind of shared a pro tip on that. And I loved, like, hearing that from her perspective. So I want to share a life hack because I feel like what Amy shared is kind of a life hack. Do you have a life hack to share?
3: You go first. You want me to go first? Yeah, okay.
2: So this is like legit straight up life hack. If you have gnats or fruit flies in your house, listen, I have a little succulent plant that I created when I was in Wichita I brought back with me. It is thriving. It's doing so well. But it brought gnats into my house, mm-hmm. which I was not ready for. When I went to water it the other day, they all came out and I was like, what is going on? It was not prepared. And so I had that looked is- online all the ways I can get rid of this because they were just kind of swarming the succulents. And so I put a little cup of wine next to it with a little bit of apple cider vinegar and vroom, they all fell into it and died. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that worked. You didn't have to put anything else in it? Nope. So because it's sweet and they attract to like nutrients essentially or like something sweet as particularly fruit flies do. But like gnats are kind of the same way. But yeah, I put wine with a little bit of apple cider vinegar right next to the plant and they were all in there by like 48 hours. They were all gone.
3: Oh my gosh. I did that one time and they said you have to put like Dawn soap and let it bubble so that they get caught in the bubbles. But I guess they're just, they just get so there's like little suckers <laughs> intoxicated <laughs> by, by the fumes and they just fall in. Something. I think both work. I
2: think there's a, a kind of an idea of around all of that. But like if you don't have Don soap at your house and you got wine, a lot of people got wine at their house. Yeah. A lot of people recently have apple cider vinegar. So you can do one
3: or the other. You can do both. I did a little bit of both. And yeah, that is awesome because that's a huge problem in my house. Is honestly. it? Yes. Yeah. All every year. Uh-huh. That happens. I'm like, where are they coming from? Yeah.
2: So just get little cuffs and just put a little bit of wine just like all over. Yeah. I'm telling you, they go
3: away very quickly. <laughs> I'm going to drive. I honestly didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. I got you. Life hack. Oh, love it. What you got? Okay. Well, I have one that, okay. So <laughs> it's about like water, you know, in Nashville, the shower water has chlorine in it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's really bad. Yes. And it smells really gross, but I got a filter for mine. Mm, yeah. And it, it makes my hair feel so smooth and soft. I'm not really even kidding. Did you get it on Amazon? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so you just change change the filters, but it makes it I mean, I can tell a huge difference in my hair. It doesn't dry it out because, like chlorine, it's not good for you to like bathe in, basically. Mm-hmm. And you can smell it and it like tastes bad. There's nothing good about it. And I got this filter. I'm not even kidding. Life-changing. I mean, more for girls probably than guys would care about. But Uh, yeah, but
2: I mean, guys have hair. Maybe, you know, like maybe it helps them not like lose their hair quicker if that's like something in their genes.
3: Yeah. Because I'm sure chlorine doesn't help anybody with that. Right. There's just nothing good about it. It's not good for your skin, your Mm -hmm. hair or anything. So I'm like, hey, okay. I mean, I don't know if that's really a life hack. (laughs) No, it's a life hack because like most people don't even know that that exists. I don't think I
2: even learned about it until I moved to Nashville because of how bad the water is here.
3: Yes. And it tastes so bad. You have Mm -hmm. to have a filter. Yep. I use a filter because it's so bad can't drink that tap water here <laughs> <laughs> no so I mean I feel like that could help that's a great if life you hack. want smooth hair
2: Mm-hmm. I love that life hack that's a great one and Woo! now now people have wine and filters and they will be happier than ever
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes I like it
2: <laughs> we had in at the number two spot scuba steve shared how he doesn't want to get a vasectomy basically and I quote he said I would rather have 10 more kids then get a vasectomy. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, the <laughs> power to that situation and that, that's all there. I'll just leave that there. Um, talk about some dating relationship type updates if you want to. I'll share, I'll share mine and see how you feel okay. if you want to talk about anything. But I had seen on TikTok recently, and let me tell you, this is helping me meet guys IRL. In real life. Yeah, oh, yeah, I got that. Yeah, sorry. Well, <laughs> I, I looked realized- confused. I was like, wait, hold on. Also, that, that phrase seems weird saying just like in real life over like IRL. Yes. I don't know why. So I always say IRL and then I realize most people may not know what that is. I'm glad you clarified. It's just not, not just for you. It's for everyone. <laughs> I, I always want, get that. Especially of- like my dad listening. He's going to be like, Morgan, what's IRL? I'm going to get a phone call on Sunday morning. Like, dad, I don't know what this- Yeah, it'll, well, it'll be a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but I saw this- I don't even know who it was that was sharing it, but she was like, hey- if you're trying to meet guys in person, same would go for females as well. Like, you know, if you're a guy trying to date girls in real life instead of being on the dating apps or whatever, they say make eye contact and keep the eye contact. You know how hard like yeah. And I thought about this because after I saw this video and then I was out in public, I was like, dang, I don't do eye contact with anyone. I see him and I look down immediately and I look away and I'm like, no eye contact. Yes. Because it's awkward. Right. Same. Oh, Yeah. But I did this. I was like, I had got, I had a few drinks in me a few nights and I was like, yeah, let's like make sure to keep, at least for a few seconds, keep the eye contact. Mm-hmm. And so I did this and I talked to two guys. Woo! IRL. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I at don't, the bar? Like, I, I don't plan to like go out with them again, but at least it worked. Yes. Did yeah. they come up to you? They did. See, that mm-hmm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It worked. So, and I think that's because like when you keep eye contact, it's your way of saying like, hey, I'm interested. You can approach. Like totally cool. Yes. Whereas if you look away, it's like, oh, they're not interested. I'm not going to go up to them. Mm-hmm. So it's you, literally
3: saying, hey, I'm interested without saying, hey, I'm interested. Yeah. It's like the body language. You're yep. not going to go up to someone that's like looking down, obviously, because mm-hmm. it doesn't look like they're interested, which yep. is what, yes, we do all the time. But we'll make our content and we look away. I'm like, oh, awkward. I don't want to do that. I know. But see, that's the problem. When <laughs> when we have drinks, we can. But what about if you're at the store? Like, what if you're at Target? Well, hey, and- start when
2: you're a little, you got a little liquid courage, maybe. Yeah. And then you can do it to the sober you. Because I have. It's at least now that I know that it works, I'm like, okay, okay. I I can get a little more confidence
3: with this. I'm working on it. I'm not saying I have yet. I'm working on it. (laughs) No, the things I always wonder is like at different places, like what do you say? Like what if you see a guy at the airport? What could be something you could say to start talking to them? Or like if you're at the store, you know, I feel like there's good icebreaker things that you could actually come up to them.
1: Mm -hmm. Like let's say you're at Home
3: Depot. Like you could be like, I actually have done this. And I felt I was so proud of myself. I was just like, I don't remember what I was exactly looking at, but I was like, I'm trying to like hang this on the wall. Like, what tool should I get? And it actually like that was good. I feel like. Oh, guys love a damsel in a stress moment. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that worked. But I'm always like, I could say how to get this guy. But what do you say? You're in Target. Yeah. You're not just going to be like, Hi. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hi there come here often like yeah. hey want to go get
2: drinks no contacts
3: just hey I
2: know yeah you it's, are right and that you need like a yes. minimal icebreaker
3: that's why I like that they came up to you I yes. love when they just come up to you
2: so one of them was one of them was totally organic and it happened from that and he was asking me a question so he was with his friends I was with one of my friends and he was like hey we're having this full-blown debate like what's your take on it great idea oh that's Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. So like, so if you're good. out and about, yes, great idea to have like a debate, even if you're not actually having the debate, but like this is what you want them to give their opinion on. Uh huh. Great icebreaker. He did great. Love that. Yep. Mm-hmm, good one. The other guy had at least a little bit of an icebreaker because he knew the girl I was with. Okay. And so he came and talked to her, and then he was like, "What about you? Like, what what's your story? What do you do?" So it was like she was the icebreaker. So that was a little less organic than the other one, but he knew I wanted him to approach because I kept making eye contact. Like, mm-hmm. I look over and I give the flirty eyes. I'd be like, mm,
3: <laughs> I'm not going to do it, but you're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just over here, like, okay, I've made it off.
2: You mm-hmm. can come over now. But it so, also helps me because, like, say they're with someone and you do make eye, t- eye contact, I can at least know that, like, I showed you that interest. And if they do have a girlfriend, they're not going to come over. Yeah. At least I would freaking hope. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, you would hope. Yeah. So, life hack in dating. <laughs>
3: I make the that. eye contact and keep the eye contact. Uh huh. Because it's mm-hmm. so easy, and I even see it out. If you're at places, people just look at their phones. Because mm-hmm. it's there. It's like even walking to their car, and I'm like, you're avoiding eye contact right now. We're passing. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like it. So if you see a cute man, you
2: see a cute girl, eye contact,
3: eyes. eye contact. Okay. And keep
2: it, and, but make sure you're not like staring, like death stare. Like give a little smile, <laughs> a little smirk with the eyes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Not you know, like glare. a death stare.
3: That would be weird. Your RBF. If a I guy have.
2: gives Oh my gosh. If a guy gave me an RBF or a Death stare I'd be like, sir, oh. I gotta go. <laughs> I know. He's glaring, but he doesn't know it. Mm. Oh. yes yeah, so smile with your eyes yes. and with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try it. So pro tip. That one I learned. Um, I also I don't believe I have talked about this. And if I have, I'm sorry if y'all are hearing this again, but I had stopped talking to a guy on a dating app. And let me tell you why. Oh, no, I'm scared. (laughs) No, You know, honestly, I bet, I bet you would have kept talking to this guy. (laughs) What is that? Okay, continue. Because he wasn't a bad guy. He didn't do anything wrong. Okay. But the conversation turned very awkward because, like, I had said, hey, share with me some fun facts about you. And so he does and then I do. And one of my fun facts is always that I've been a vegetarian since I was eight years old. It's the easiest fun fact for me. And I share that, right? And Mm -hmm. I share, like, a few others. But he locks into that fact, and he goes, well, um, I buy whole cows to eat Uh, by myself. So I eat a lot of meat. He's, like, a farmer or something? No, he's not a farmer, (laughs) Abby. (laughs) And I also learned from my sister that this is a real thing that, like, families do. They'll buy, like, a whole cow, like, that's been processed, whatever. Oh, my. But they'll buy the whole cow or they'll buy half a cow for, like, the whole family. I get it. I get that. I
3: also still didn't even know that was a thing until this conversation even happened. So that this is very ironic. Yeah. That uh-huh. like both ex, like extremes, like zero meat to all the meat yeah. in the world. And so I'm sitting there and I'm processing this and I'm like, this isn't a bad thing for this guy.
2: But I cannot imagine my life where I'm dating a man and he has a whole cow broken down in my freezer. <laughs> you have no room for your stuff. And I'm like... <sighs>
3: I don't see that being something that works I, I for really both don't of us. Either. No, is a compromise? Is that a thing at all? Like, be like, hey, could you maybe not buy like a, a thousand pounds of meat? I, right. Well, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like, that's by himself.
2: That is by himself that he buys this. This is not for a family. This is not for small children. This is not for
3: like five dudes. This is one man buying a whole cow often. <laughs> And you know what he was probably thinking, too? He's like, and my fridge is going to be full of, like, lettuce mm-hmm. and carrots and vegetables yeah. that I don't care about. And so, you
2: know, I just didn't have the right thing to say back. So I didn't. <laughs> and I we didn't just, say anything? We never met. We had never yeah. met in person. This was just the exchange on, like, the dating app. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to cut our losses here because <laughs> I just don't <laughs> feel like <laughs> this is the right fit. I feel
3: like you could date a girl who's going to eat that whole cow with you and it's going to be great for you. <laughs> and I am not that girl. Okay. The last thing he said was, oh, I eat a whole cow by myself. That's kind of Yeah. And he was kind of like, make, he was like, in, in a way be like, like, would that bother you? And at, the, at first,
2: <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, I don't think the fact that you do that bothers me. It's just the realization that we live two very different lives. Yeah. Like I could date a meat eater. If they go eat a cheeseburger at a restaurant or Whatever. Cool. Love that. It's great for you. Doesn't bother me. But like, you got a whole cow in my freezer. Like, I'm getting married to you. You got a whole cow.
3: <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, just, like, I think this is hilarious because I've never even had that happen to me. I, and I eat meat. I wouldn't mind. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. I think for you
2: or for anyone else, it wouldn't have been like, okay, yeah, that's fine. That's what I'm saying. I think he, he I'm doing this out of fairness to him that he deserves a girl that would eat that cow with him
3: and that he could have that. I mean, it concerns me a little though <laughs> that he has that much meat for just himself. I know. I have talked to That's other guys. That's not quite bad. Yeah, that means he's eating like a, a whole leg in one day. That's just <laughs> <laughs> You know. Yeah. Um, I don't know how normal that is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, according to my no, sister, it is normal, but she it said it's is? normal for families to do this. I yes, see families. I don't, okay. I don't even know if I would continue. I'd be like, you got a thing with meat. Yeah. What else like, you, you got, got in carnivore? that
0: diet? <laughs> yeah, are you
3: eating
2: anything else or is it just the leg? Because I, I got so many questions, <laughs> but I couldn't bear my – I just couldn't. I was like, I'm just going – Maybe we, we had maybe exchanged like three or four messages, so it wasn't like the end of the world for me to stop saying th- something, but I just was like <laughs> – did you unmatch him or just like not? No, answering? I just left it. I just didn't respond. And he hasn't tried to reach out again? No, like... I think he I think he had the same realization that I did that this was just not a fit. He's like
3: both of you just like snuck out. I can just see both yeah. of you like, ugh. It's I'm like you see a
2: conversation now. in person and somebody says something awkward, and you're both like, Well, great to meet you. And you run away. This is kind of what happened. Just on a dating app. So, so those are my my recent stories that to share. That is hilarious. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, I'm really not active on there because every time I do get on, I'm, very, I'm just curious to see what's out there. Mm-hmm. And it's just nothing good ever. It's such a waste of my time at the moment. <laughs> they just like don't answer, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, okay, we matched. Why are you not going to respond? And then I've had some guys come back after five months and they're like, hey, how have you been? I'm like, we never even <laughs> like, oh, uh-huh. I don't understand. So they, they come I'm, back. They come from the grave site. They do. Yep, they're back, and I'm just like, okay, I'm I'm actually really done. So but. you full on deleted all the apps. I didn't. No, I didn't delete them. <laughs> oh, they're just existing. I still look on there. Yeah, oh, I still look. You but. just you are still active. I'm not active. Like I don't. I don't know. I just swipe left all the time. I think I'm just seeing what's in Nashville. <laughs> I don't really hmm. know the purpose. That's fair, honestly.
2: It, it gives you, you know. Um, I've learned this is, not I've not learned, I have heard from therapists this is not the way to do it is to be like inactively actively looking because you're yeah. not like purposefully dating mm, yeah. and the purpose is to purposefully dating. But let me tell you, it makes me feel good when I can match with a guy on a dating app or if I see someone, I'm like, oh, he's cute. At least he exists out there in the world.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Something about that like makes me not feel so alone. Yeah. In a way.
3: Maybe that's why. Yeah. <laughs> but I, think I don't think it's Yeah, that could be it. I think I, it's, it's
2: entirely fair
3: yeah it's just, just like once a week like it's not mm-hmm. it's like the last page of my phone I'm just like I guess I'll look. why not just see what's out there it's kind of like board. me sitting at a bar looking around that's basically what it is just digital <laughs> like on your phone right that is true except you're full-on swiping yes no yes no <laughs> can't do that in person unfortunately <laughs> yeah you can with eye contact (laughs) swiping right is making eye contact Mm -hmm, that's true and if you don't want to just don't make eye contact you like (laughs) look away hard fast very obviously look away like Uh uh yeah I mean I do that now because I kind of get tired of being approached by (laughs) creepers like Mm -hmm. honestly and like when I was in Key West that was like perfect example I would sit at the bar by myself and it was people like in their 50s you know and I'm just like I, I thank you for talking to me, but I really don't wanna talk right yeah. now. Like I'm enjoying my food. You know, I don't wanna have a conversation with someone that I don't
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. See. I don't do know. Do you feel that like um the guy that you're after is never going to approach you, but all the guys that you never go after will approach you?
3: Yes. That always happens mm-hmm. for some reason. I, I can't figure out what Same. it is. And I don't feel like I don't know. And that doesn't say people shouldn't approach. You should yes. always approach if you're interested you in
2: someone, but like I just I don't I didn't know if that was just a me thing.
3: Maybe no. I just hate people. No, it's usually never someone I want to talk to, to be mm. honest. Just yeah. for whatever reason. Just but I a love weird it because they have or, confidence. Yes. No, I do like that. Like, mm-hmm. I admire you full on for going, but maybe wait for the eye contact or something. That's the key. I, I, yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. But then if they never make eye contact, but they were interested, then misconnection. That's the thing, too, because mm-hmm. what if she just didn't see you? She's busy. She's talking with her friends, and then mm-hmm. there you are. So who knows? I don't have the answers, obviously. So keep <laughs> approaching. And yes. I like, okay. All right. I so that that is the dating app
2: update for you. Any yeah. other updates you want to share? Nope. I'm not going to share any at the moment. All right. <laughs> I like it. And mm-hmm. in that number one spot, it is you, Miss Abby, singing the national
3: anthem at the Predators game. How do you feel post national anthem? That was awesome and crazy, and I can't believe it happened. It was just very, like, surreal and cool. Okay, I don't even know that's how. All, I, that, you got. <laughs> <that's> you feel <laughs> surreal. You
2: feel cool. Do you feel good about it? You
3: feel proud. Yeah, I do. And Have you listened back to it? Oh my gosh, I yeah, I've listened back, and I'm so critical. I don't like to listen back. I feel like it sounded better in the arena because it's just more like echo and natural. Mm-hmm like echo sound or whatever when you listen back to the recording I can tell I'm a little nervous when I didn't think I was that nervous okay but no I thought I did better than I thought I would
2: (laughs) yeah I thought you did great but I you know we are our own worst critics so that's why I asked if you were having
3: like a high from it or if you like had lows from it I kind of cringe when a video or I start hearing a video of it for some reason Mm. but I'm always like that on things I just don't like hearing My voice back.
2: (laughs) Okay, I I think we gotta work on that. You're gonna be a
3: singer, Abby. (laughs) I think that's (laughs) something (laughs) important. I know. I don't know. I'm too critical. It's what it is. Have you had anybody approach you since the national anthem, like professionally? I have three contracts like that have been offered i'm just kidding <laughs> hey, I, was re- I was like about to be like what <laughs> three record deals you know that i'm kind of well, floating I, hey, around maybe you had somebody reach out about
2: doing the national
3: anthem maybe you had like i actually have but they're in different states that makes it a little difficult okay um what states oh they're pretty far like one was maryland i think one was florida you do they're- love florida what you love florida i know it's always florida why is it but it's uh games or something that i would love to do like they're, they're like we have a baseball game coming up can you do it someone tagged me in like the wichita oh yeah <laughs> the, you know how they have a baseball team mm-hmm. they were like they're doing auditions you should do it and i'm like oh that's cool but i can never travel so that's true You and you'd have to be able to travel
2: on weekdays what if you became yeah. the traveling national what if, anthem singer what if i, what if I did
3: that <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would totally do that. That could be a thing. Yes. Like everybody has their thing. That could be your thing. That could be mine. Mm -hmm. Yes. And like all the feedback is so nice. Like people are like, oh, it was so great. And I love that. And then there's like three people that are mean. And I look at those and I'm like, oh, you're so mean. (laughs) Hey, take them.
2: Don't look at them as mean. Take them as constructive criticism. Uh If you can. If they're just so mean and vile that there's not even a little bit of criticism, then you
3: forget them. Uh-huh. You be pushing them out the door. They're not allowed in the brain. Yes. But I'm like, I, unless you're like Carrie Underwood or, you yeah. know, like a really good singer, I like, I don't know why you're telling me, like, what advice yeah. are you going to give me? Unless you sound amazing, then I'm, I'll listen. But also like, if you're going to create like critique someone or criticize them, give them advice on how to improve. Mm-hmm. That's cri- That's like. That's actual constructive criticism. Yes, that Mm -hmm. is. But when you're just like, oh my gosh, she sounds terrible. I agree with Lunchbox. I'm like, okay, thank you. I've heard that before. Thank you. (laughs) I don't know. That's fair. And then I did see someone, they were like, what does it, what do you gain by being negative? And I was like, that's such a good, like, what do you gain by posting something negative?
2: You know, it's funny. I've had a recent conversation with my mom about this, of just like people in general, if there's like negative energy that you get from someone and- it all stems from their own personal insecurities. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to feel that way when you read things and realize that it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. But and this that's guy where it's from. looked
3: like a cute grandpa and I'm like why what are you insecure like why do you have to bash me to feel I, better about yourself? <laughs> but think about it, right? If he's older and he's alone
2: and he's yeah. sad or there's things that he's gone through like there's also this level, too, if they are older, uh, t- that, I, that equates to pretty much, like, everyone, I don't know, 70 and below, right? Mm-hmm. But older than that, I also think there is a level when you get to a point at a certain age, because, like, going to the retirement home, I see this a lot. They're so brutally honest, and they don't do it to be vile. They do it because they don't know any different. They're just, like... I'm at the end of my life in this capacity.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Why am I going to care then to share anything than what actually comes out of my mouth besides yeah. thinking about it?
3: That's very true. So just, you just... get to a point
2: you don't care. Yeah. And I think that's where that comes from. I don't think it's actually like, I'm doing this to be mean to this poor young woman. Yeah. I'm saying this because this is my opinion and this is how I feel and I don't care.
3: <laughs> you know what <laughs> that's I mean? True, yeah.
2: I do think there is that level for that, for like much, much older. Uh-huh. But
3: 70 below? Nah. Everybody's got insecurities. Yeah. No, that's true. Mm-hmm. That is a good way to look at it. But no, it was the coolest thing. I Oh, my gosh. It was mm-hmm. wild. And like when I went out there, just like everybody looking, it was a lot. It was a lot. But you did. High you pressure. know what? I've,
2: I've watched you perform in our studio. I watched you perform on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And now I've watched you perform here. And this time was the one that I've never heard. I didn't hear you sound nervous at all. Yay.
3: Good. Mm-hmm.
2: You sounded confident, you sounded excited, your voice was very clear.
3: Oh, that makes me happy. There
2: was no, like, like when you get nervous, it comes across in the shakiness, right? You're mm-hmm. like, oh, there's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. And you could still sound really good, but there's still shakiness in there. and There's this, like, timidness.
3: I didn't hear that at all at the national I anthem. That's what I was nervous about because, yes, when I sing in studio, it comes over your throat where it just kind of, like, paralyzes your vocal cords, really. Mm-hmm. And you want to sing out, but you can't. And I was like, please do not let that happen here. Please. And you didn't at all. (laughs) That's why I'm saying like, I
2: think it it was your most, and you can tell you're putting in the work. You got your vocal coach, you're putting in the work.
3: It sounded amazing. I really think that's what it is because I sang it so many times in front of her and I don't like singing one-on-one to people like that just makes me very uncomfortable. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Like I'd rather sing in front of a big crowd Mm -hmm. than sing one-on-one to someone. And so I think that just helped a lot. Who did you watch the entire time during the anthem? What did I look at? I honestly just looked straight ahead. I had no one that I. Was it kind of like black? Like you just kind of blacked out? It really did because the lights were so bright on me that it was really like dark, the Mm -hmm. crowd. So I couldn't really see them. That's fair. You know, and everybody's just really standing there. So it was dark there. And I think I just looked straight ahead and like zoned out. I was like, don't make eye contact with a player because that'd be awkward. Yeah. Then you're like singing (laughs) to them. Yeah. And I know you didn't look down. You were looking up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I like looked up at the screen one time or something. I but yeah I was straight ahead. Oh good. It was kind of a blur. Okay, I and love I, this. Yeah, and it was just all in my ears. I had myself up so loud, <laughs> drown everything out. Win it out, drown it out. Yeah, so I couldn't hear the crowd at all. I was like, are they cheering? Are they booing? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, that's probably a good thing for this being your like big yes. first time. That's what I thought too. I was like, mm-hmm. it's cool to hear it. You know how artists like Garth like they take their in ears out so they can to hear enjoy the, crowd, the moment hear it, cheering, and I'm like. Just focus on the song, get the words right, and yes.
2: Oh, Well, I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad you're no. still beaming from it. Don't pay attention to, to the negative comments. I know. And, and I'm excited to hear if you get any more updates on phone calls from anybody, anything.
3: Okay, and thanks for being there and, like, helping me. That was so Always. much help because we were there for a while, like, mm-hmm. in that little wing waiting. A big and waiting game. It was, and then that's when the nerves, and I was like, oh, you guys help me. You me get my, like, my hair was messed up and... That was very helpful, so thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I wouldn't have missed it, and
2: I'm very proud of you. Yay, thanks. Yes. Well, that rounds out our best bits this weekend. I got got to let Abby go send off to go do her bachelor wedding for the weekend. Woo! I'm pumped. Thank you for being on. Tell the people where they can find you on social media.
3: On Instagram at abby.anderson1 underscore, and then uh, Twitter at singingabby. I love it. And y'all can find me at Web Girl Morgan on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter,
2: Facebook, all the good stuff. I'm even on Be Real if you hang out there. But you can also follow the show at Bobby Bones Show on all the things, including YouTube where most of these performances and interviews that we're talking about are up there. You can also see some more bits from the show. So be sure to check that out and go to Bobby Bones. Wow, I said that funny. (laughs) (laughs) BobbyBones.com for more content up there that I didn't get to on here. But I love y'all. Abby, have fun partying it up. Thank you. I will. I can't wait. Enjoy Woo! Arizona. And y'all, I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Bye. Bye.
4: Bobby it's the Bobby Bones Show. Yeah.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.